the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to the better life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, happy new year to everybody out there. We are starting off the new year running and I literally, right? So (laughs) I am very honored to have a repeat guest uh, on my show. And this is Mr. Kyle Sinclair, who is CEO of Warm Springs, Thousand Oaks. I'm going to make sure and do that right, friend. Uh, Also a Republican nominee for District 20 and uh, running for Congress. So I'm very excited to have him on board with me today. And, you know, we've got a hot topic. We do. Welcome. I'm glad Thank to have you. you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Are you me doing back. well? Absolutely doing well. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, running fine. all over the country doing all some up, All over stuff. the city for sure. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, healthcare is busy. And then, it is, yes. you know, running for Congress keeps them busy as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll provide some information for sure. everybody so they can look you up sure. there and see what's going on. But uh, so, you know, COVID, uh, COVID's on everybody's mind. And we're not going to get away from it anytime soon, yeah. but uh, we probably could pick a hundred thousand million topics to talk about yeah. and probably we'll cover quite a few of them anyway yeah. this morning. But I think the hotbed we were um, wanting to visit about is about some of the shortages and the lacking in healthcare right now, how access to medicine, access to care, good care. And uh, access to testing supplies, you know, I, I think somewhere in my mind, uh, forever ago, I think it was when Kobe Bryant died, mm. there was the same day that he was in the USA Today. I have a picture of it, too, because uh, we hadn't hit our We didn't do it until March, I think, is when we shut down. And then there is a little story in the very bottom corner that says rush for a vaccine for you know, COVID-19. So we knew then, we knew before, we knew it was happening in the world before. Is there not some way we could have prepped and planned for this a little bit better? Yeah, I mean, so a couple things I'll mention. Number one, uh, all vaccine and distribution is at the executive level, right? So there, there are a lot of discussions about that in regards to um, unfortunately, this is not just a medical issue. This is a federal government issue mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they control the distribution and, and supplies of it. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I keep constant because I'm in both worlds, right? right. Um, I keep constant watch of it. But, yeah, we, we should have seen this coming. We knew it was coming. Um, Dr. Fauci even mentioned it from NIH that there's right. going to be more variants of it. Right. Um, and, and as most people know, as you know, as a physician, that mm-hmm. when you have a, a virus, and that's what this is, it's a coronavirus it becomes when it when it when it mutates, it becomes more transmissible and less lethal, mm-hmm. right? Generally, and, yes. and and that's yep. typically what you're seeing with these this now Omicron oh, variant. It is very transmissible, regardless yes. if you've had the vaccine or not, right? Right. And so for many months and almost probably a year, it was about 
you know, get your vaccine, get vaccinated. And mm-hmm. it was a big topic of, you know, the vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Well, unfortunately, the Omicron doesn't care if you've been vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. And so people that are vaccinated are spreading it and sharing it just as much as unvaccinated. Yeah. Right? But shortages of supplies. We have, you know, I just, I know last week, uh, Brook Army was a four hour wait just to get a test. Yeah. You can't get tests. Uh, even at CVS or Walgreens, That's right? Exactly, exactly. My, my wife, who's a nurse practitioner, can't get into facilities without a proven test the week that week, right? Exactly. So unless we have stock on house, she can't go into she can't the go facility, to work. right? Right. Yeah. So there, there's there's a lot of issues, and it's it's a it's a it's a problem. It, it is, is a, a problem. problem. And I was speaking to you, you know, previously about how not only do we have shortages on testing, but we have shortages on staffing. At hospitals and clinics. And I was, you know, uh, expressing to you about a patient I have currently and her father is in the uh, hospital after having open heart surgery on the cardiac floor now of one of the hospitals and is unable to get an appropriate bed for him. And and he was healthy coming in and now he has bed sores and, you know, not able to get his pain medications and there's shortages of everything. So where do we, what do we do? Where do we go? Yeah. I mean, that's, so there's a couple of things. No more. I can't speak specifically sure. to his case. I'm sure. not involved or of aware of it, but, um, Nor reality, I actually, it's just, right. you know, had second but, knowledge. But, but it, it, it opens up a, I guess, a can of worms and problems we're seeing in healthcare, right? So not only do you have shortages, you have Omicron that's creating, hitting everybody. everybody I, mean, I, have, yeah. I have staff that are getting it. I have hospitals are getting it, right? So every industry, right? I mean, I saw uh, Bill Miller's closed all their locations, you know, indoor locations. I went to Starbucks yesterday. That was closed, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> and so you can you, order online before, too. Exactly. So, 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 so you, have, you have shortages of, of, of staff and personnel, mm-hmm. right? And so that's a problem. Um, we, you know, I, I keep close tabs with uh, STRAC, the emergency management um, that manages the city and manages multiple other counties, but it manages Bear County and um, and, and the shortage is a bed. It's not necessarily the bed. It's the staff. We yeah. have staffing problems, right? Yeah, exactly. uh, but you got to you got to go six months ago, maybe eight months ago, when um, there was a major push to terminate uh, nursing and, and medical staff if you're unvaccinated, mm-hmm. right? So you you create yourself an issue on top of what art is already happening, right? Right. Uh, but they stopped. You know, elective surgeries for multiple reasons, for blood conservation, for staffing, for bed, for right. all sorts of other It's issues. the third time that's happened. It's so, the third time. And we're getting backed up and backed up and yeah. backed up. And so, you know, I had made mention of the fact that I feel like, I know it's not entirely, but I feel like we're, you know, in a, a third world, you know, country, almost, maybe not third world, but socialist even type. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and I know it's not all that bad, but it sure feels like it. It does. Yeah. So it, it, it definitely feels like in some parts of it, um, I know personal friends that haven't gotten, got surgery because of what's going right, on. Right. right? Um, and, and, um, I was vaccinated and, and unfortunately got COVID myself. And mm-hmm. so, um, I can see how, if you have a comorbidity or multiple issues going on, you know, we use the word comorbidity, but your audience may or may not know that word, but multiple issues going on. Right. I can see how you can get in trouble fast. Yeah, you can. Um, and so, well, and for instance, I've, I've said many times I have rheumatoid arthritis and that doesn't necessarily make me immunocompromised or, or my immune system, uh, you know, fails easy. But 
what I'm on is a medication yeah. that does it. Yeah. So that has rendered me, you know, pretty frightened of getting COVID. I mean, I'm not, you know, frightened of her. I'm still in my clinic. I'm, I'm out there. I, I live my life, but I am underneath very frightened. And so, you know, I too elected to uh, do the vaccines. And I know there's some, some great studies I've been studying all weekend, you know, trying to catch up because I try to educate people as much as possible that if, uh, you know, if you had your two, so speaking to Moderna and Pfizer, if you had your two vaccines and then six months got a booster and another six months got, got a booster, you are in almost the superpower area where, you know, it is very unlikely. I slept with my daughter two weeks ago in bed with her. She was she was sick with COVID and I didn't get it. I, yeah. It's amazing. And I'm on this medication. So there, there it does function. It's great. And there's a lot of great science out there. But mandate. Can you go tell somebody and force somebody to do that? Yeah. So obviously, I, I would say obviously the federal government, particularly this administration, thinks they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously they technically did not and could not themselves. And so they're using OSHA, Department of Labor through OSHA to mandate employers to do that. Um, and so you have a lot of uh, states suing the administration, particularly the state of Texas, Ken Paxton, uh, the attorney general for the state of Texas is suing the Biden administration, right. particularly for these mandates, right. um, as well as I, I know of at least 30 states, 30 out of the 50 states are suing this administration for that um, unconstitutional yes. vaccine mandate. You're forcing somebody uh, to put something into the body, whether they like it or not. Again, I'm for the vaccine. I sure. got the vaccine. Sure. Um, but the reality is I, I do not believe that anybody, right. whether it's a medical or a governmental agency, has the ability to take your uh, your God-given uh, right, right to, to choose. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and not only that, absolutely. it's protected by the Constitution that it you is. have that ability it is. Um, on that. So. so, And you said that it's the Supreme Court? Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, there, I know my understanding is that this Friday, the Supreme Court took a very active and aggressive stance. Wow. And they will be reading and hearing the case, one of them. I don't know if, which case it is but related to vaccine mandates so I mean, here we is, go it's it, it's it's going to be a showdown and we'll see what specifically happens so. uh, that's amazing so yeah again being for the vaccine <clears throat> but against mandates i agree with you so much i just don't see it and i i think where we all i think it's more simple than it sounds that where we all went wrong is for the you know this extreme of education on vaccines and COVID, and one, yeah. and then this extreme over here for vaccination COVID, and it's just all really a lot of opinion and and you know cortisol rising and fuming and and really there's a, a middle ground of education where people could make a very nicely educated decision about what the way that they want yeah. to handle it. But most decisions are made on those extremes. They, and they are. And, it's and that's where the fear is. It, it is. It then is. you mandate and then it makes it more fearful. Well, I mean, so. I mean, if you look back at the history, right? So COVID hit the United States November of 19 in New York, right? It mm-hmm. hit San Antonio March of 20. Absolutely. I think the very first patient, I believe it was like March 11th of 2020. Mm-hmm. I had my first employee get it March 27th of 2020. Wow. So I created a unit. I've been involved in COVID for literally going on almost two years now. Yeah. Um, been involved in it on both the actual COVID and, and active COVID and also the recovering, what we now call long COVID, which is you don't hear a lot about, right? So and once you get COVID now. and it takes literally people sometimes weeks, if not months to get back you to know, function. I have some patients now out about nine months, yeah. still having cognitive issues, yeah. neurological issues yeah. and, you know, short of breath. I have one lady still on oxygen. She was previously yeah. fairly healthy. And, yeah. and so that's the COVID long hauler syndrome. And I, I did a show not too long ago uh, about that, about how to, you know, look at it and treat it. And, and uh, it's, it's very real. Well, it's very under, it's, it's like an autoimmune disease. It, it is. So you, you know, you take average, 
average length of stay for a patient Sorry, goes into the did you say that again? it goes into like the ER, right? So you you have symptoms, you go into the ER, and unfortunately you get ventilated, and I mean you'll spend you know anywhere from a week to two weeks in the big hospital, sure. right? You then can go into what's called a long-term acute hospital. Average length of stay is about 25 days there. Yeah. And then after that, you're debilitated, you're weak, you don't have your strength, right? right. And then you yes. come into what, which is where I'm currently at, which is a rehab, mm -hmm. right? But you still have high oxygen capability. You still have pulmonologists and critical care intensivists and cardiologists and a nephrologist on it, depending on if you had some kidney issues. And then now you're pushing people up, trying to get them to function, getting strength, trying to walk again, getting right. back. And these are working class teachers and, and shop and workers and right. And so me. you're you're talking weeks to get them back to some type of normal function. Absolutely. That's that's what COVID has done to uh, this community and, and honestly and the world. Well, and with with that, you know, if you think about all the people who are just out for ten you know days. Uh, all the people right now, I mean, they're, that's why all these places are closing. Well, and I, I mean, we're losing money and businesses may risk closing so again. And to so, go back to what you mentioned earlier about healthcare, right? So the CDC just changed Monday of last of this week. No, maybe it was last week. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Monday of last week from 10 days to return to work back to five days if you're an essential worker. If you're vaccinated, I thought. Well, there's a lot of criteria. It's, exactly. So, it's, so it's very heavy criteria. It is so, heavy criteria, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So it's vaccination. It's also signs and symptoms, right? It's sure. still there, right? So if you're yes. still exhibiting symptoms, they don't want you to return to work. But sure. um, five days return to work. I mean, that's that's unfortunate is that where we're as a community that if you have an unfortunate, it's a very transmissible disease. Uh, they just t t change their stance on the face mask, too. Right. The paper face mask. They're now officially saying it obviously has not stopped COVID, which many people have been saying, especially in the healthcare community. Exactly. That, that you it have doesn't. Right. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've run units with, with uh, so air, airlines bugs, and, and the only thing that works is an N95. Exactly. And, right. So. Well, they're trying. They, I, I read something too, um, study wise, whether they're, they feel the cloth masks work better than the paper ones, and they want the community to wear more of a, a cloth mask. But the N9, in reserve the N95 for healthcare workers. I, I agree. So that's that's kind of the new thing. It, it, it changes every it's, day. It was just funny. I remember at one point we were all wearing like three cloth masks. <laughs> and, then, and then, I mean, it's just, it's, well, it's funny to see come. the <laughs> How far I we've know, come. I know. I know. Well, I, I want to uh, visit with people just a little bit and let uh, I'll let you know we're about to, to come up on a break. Uh, there's uh, several places where you can find lots of information, and I'm going to be posting that on my website. So you can find the show not only here radio-wise, but on YouTube and iTunes, Spotify, uh, all these uh, uh, places. And you can go to drpbetterlife.com and look for any of these uh, uh, places to find the show. I will also put the CDC website and, and all. I'm also going to feature uh, Mr. Sinclair here as well. And it's call420.com. Mm -hmm. And so that will be there too. So you can find some information. And that is drpbetterlife.com. I want you guys to know about that so that you can start to learn, you know, kind of even though the CDC is not always somebody that I'm, you know, behind. I think there's a lot of political, you know, uh, behind that too. But uh, but that is the resources of what the law is in the land at the at the moment, and some information. So, with uh, with all of this, where do you where do you see us going from here forward? What do you what do you anticipate is uh, going to happen? That's a that's a tough one. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I can't was, make it easy on you. No, I know. I you know, I I think the reality is, is again, I, I stick by you know that COVID vaccine is not a true vaccine that eradicates a disease. Correct. 
right? We don't have measles, mumps, tubella, you know, polio, right. chicken pox. We don't have that predominant no, in the United States. But we yet. have the flu vaccine where we have to get every year. Every and, year. Uh, and, and depending on the strand, we sometimes get it as a nation. Sometimes we don't. So, right. But we still have annually 60 to 80,000 deaths every single year yeah. from the common flu. Right. Every single year. Right. Um, the, the reality is, is that we are chasing a variant of mm-hmm. COVID and a virus that continues to mutate, which is why there's a new one. I just read it right before I came here. It's called Fluronia. It's the <laughs> flu and Corona mixed together. That's right. And that's there's a- literally another variant already they're talking about. I don't about. know how these taglines become so, so popular so but, fast. I but, heard but, that but yesterday. But that's the reality of what's going on on this virus, mm-hmm. right? And this is a true, true virus. This yes. is This is... So, and at, at some point, our evolutionary status is going to have to weed it out, and and I think it and, takes a, a you but, know a large part of unvaccinated, vaccinated, you know, to herd it through and and, and yeah, get it done. And, I think and, we're and reaching it. It's Maybe. probably it's probably going to be a almost like a common flu shot. It's going to be something that we're going to try to hit the right coronavirus right. strand of whatever variants out every yeah. single year. I mean, I got my flu shot. And, mm-hmm. so. and there are some oral medications and there are. things coming out. So lots yeah. of things changing. So there you go. Pharmaceutical world. You've got, <laughs> you've got us all now, don't you? But uh, we are going to take a short break and come back on the other side and talk a little bit more with uh, Mr. Sinclair about uh, some of the COVID issues and what we can do about it. Thank you. Are you tired, overweight, can't sleep? Have you lost your normal zest for life or miss your ability to remember? Desire more energy, a better sex life? Don't accept your new normal any longer. Hello, I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston with Pinkston Medical and Wellness Clinic. At my clinic, I provide a passionate attitude and atmosphere of renewed hope and a refreshing combination of holistic and contemporary medicine. I will redesign your health as a specialist of natural hormone replacement therapy, weight loss, chronic disease management, and health and wellness, taking the term primary care physician to a new level with 21 years of experience and having lost 162 pounds personally dealing with a chronic illness, I can help you attain the better life and redefine your new normal and health. Please join me each Sunday at 4 p.m. for my radio, YouTube, and podcast series, The Better Life with Dr. P. on KLUP 930, The Answer. Find all my series info at drpbetterlife.com or call 210-698-7825 or find me at pinkstonfamilypracticesa.com. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States, and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-982-0320 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. 
Hello and welcome back. We have had a great first half of the show today. I always love visiting with Mr. Carl Sinclair here, not only about the whole hospital system. He's been a CEO of Warm Springs, a Thousand Oaks for a very long in healthcare for a very long time. So he's very knowledgeable about about that, but also running for District 20 Congress and Republican nominee. So I'm very honored to have him here today. And We've uh, in the first half, we talked a lot about staffing issues, you know, lack of testing and things like that. So where do you see all this? Go? Is there any solution? Yeah, I think I think honestly, I, I would say and we lo- talked a little bit about the, the, the mandates. Right. And, and sure. again, I think I, I think we've mentioned on the last show that the the clinical staff, whether it's physician, nurses, therapists, CNAs, everybody's involved in healthcare. Um, took care of a, at the time, a deadly disease that we knew nothing about. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, in 2020, CDC didn't know about it. Exactly. The local Metro Health physicians didn't know about it. Right. I mean, I remember spending 15, 16 hour days speaking with, you know, a dozen physicians on what's going on. What have you heard? Right. Just trying to figure it out. Um, that group literally became heroes, right? Because you, you jumped in, nobody stopped working. We didn't get nope. to take off. I didn't close. I, I didn't stop. Going. Hospitals are functioning. Right. Um, you just, you just, you know, tied your bootstraps and you, you went at it. But that group, unfortunately, this past year has been under massive attack. Yes. And um, I would say in regards to solution and fixing problems, that's one of them. You, you got to you can't go from a hero to firing them in one year, right? right. If you don't want to get a vaccine, right. um, it's that individual freedom. So I would say that's as whether it's a national thing from the Biden administration or whether that's a local employer decision right. um, that you continue to work with that group of population. If they don't want to get vaccinated, there are ways and means to be able to protect them and your organization. Um, it still accomplishes the goal of, of staffing mm-hmm. uh, the needs for this city. Um, so that's definitely one. And, and as we saw with this Omicron virus, and as I shared, it doesn't matter whether you've been vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and so I think that's that's definitely a solution for this community, in particular, the healthcare community. And some of the shortages that we're seeing is get back to that. Um, I, I know at one point the nation was using uh, massive um, contracts to help supplement staffing needs. And, and we saw a lot of shortages um, across the city for that. Absolutely. Um, as you saw pop up in New York, art, some people from San Antonio would grab these contracts that were paying yeah, yeah. ridiculous yeah. amounts. Exactly. Um, so you literally, as a nation, and, and sometimes even the city, you're robbing Peter to pay exactly. all, right? You <laughs> exactly. saw nurses go from a Methodist system because they made X amount, and Baptist was offering this, and so they went to Baptist. Exactly. Right? So yeah. um, that, that's some tough things. But that's definitely a solution is being able to work together as a, a Healthcare community, which is the uh, my understanding, the number two employer um, is healthcare right. in, in San Antonio. Absolutely, so, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, what are your thoughts? What do you think that would help drive solutions in regards to? <laughs> Boy, you're, you'll you'll get me started. I, you know, there's so many different places where there's so many different needs in order to fix it, and so it makes it hard. And I, I feel like it's education, honestly. Yeah. I feel like it, you know, the more that we understand about what we're facing and what we're trying to do and 
and realize that we're a community doing it. And so instead of putting somebody on the defensive of, well, it's my body, my right, and we're concentrating on that. Yes, it is your body, your right. Absolutely. But instead of focusing on that, focus on, well, it's my body, my right, but I want to do this for you. I want to protect, you know, protect you from getting it from me or your family, whatever it is, vaccinate or not. You know, uh, if I'm an employer, you know, work from home and, you know, keep everybody or, you know, distance everybody in the office or whatever it takes. I just think that the more that we put people on the defensive, the more we're going to continue to spiral with misinformation. And, you know, this is me versus you. And really, we're all together in this. I mean, I get up with the same thought as somebody across the city on the south side that wants to be healthy and protect their family and make money and, you know, pay their bills. We're all the same in this. So I want to protect him as much as I want to protect me. Yeah. But whenever people are coming to the office and saying, you know, oh, well, you know, so-and-so told me that that I was going to die if I took a shot. I'm like, so I don't want the vaccine. I don't want to be forced to. Well, I don't want you to be forced either. But I want you to understand, no, you're not necessarily going to die taking a shot. So yeah. whatever it is, just education. I hope yeah. that makes sense. But no, it does. And, and that's partly, you know, when I when the, the vaccine hit the city, I want to say about November of 20. Um, yeah, November of 20. I mm-hmm. got my vaccine November of 20 as well mm-hmm. um, when it first hit. Yes. Um, the city. And so, or, or December of 20. December, I, I think it was like. December, yeah, yeah, so that's when I got it as well. And, and partly, you know, my decision to get it was to help minimize risk and exposure and, and well, symptoms if it, yeah. right? Right. And, and or death, unfortunately, if it came mm-hmm. that with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my that was a personal decision I was able to make talking. But the reality is, is I think that's a very personal decision between you and your physician. Right, right. And again, as we shared, as I stated, and I think you shared as well, is that the government or agency should not be involved in, in making that choice. Absolutely. Um, I believe that. Regardless of your political stance or not, I mean, we should not have a president of the United States getting up there calling out that our patience is wearing thin for the 80 to 100 million unvaccinated Americans. That's just, that's not if how you want to vaccinate. We need to come up with a reason to, to help people. They don't have to vaccinate, but what are we going to do with that? I just, I, it's, and yeah. it's, it's, but, but, but again, as you saw with the Omicron, so. it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Right. So, well, yeah. And to okay. some extent, so, but you know what, <laughs> does that seven minutes not just go really fast? Know, Cause there she goes, <laughs> but I'm so glad everybody joined in today. Thank you very much uh, for having me, uh, having a good, uh, thank you very Absolutely. much for being on with me again. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to February too. I believe. And Absolutely. so going to have him and again. And so please go to drpbetterlife.com where you can find all of the links regarding uh, the show here for YouTube and podcasting. Also for Mr. Sinclair here, Kyle four, and that's F O R twenty two zero dot com. Uh, all of that information will be on there. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day and a happy new year. Thank you. You've been enjoying the better life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.